Welcome to my podcast. This is Joyful, a raw journal of the mindful revolution. My name is Ethan Edwards Sherritt. I'm the host, and uh, today I have a co-host. His name is Ronnie. He's about to be over here in just a minute. So thanks for listening once again. Here we go. So it's possible to make a podcast with that. Yeah, yeah. This app here. It's been coming pretty good. The only problem I have had is that uh, I guess those levels there, like some of the people that I've interviewed have not been loud enough, you know, because mm-hmm. I want them, I want everybody to relax. And uh, yeah, there you go. Whatever makes you comfortable. Whatever makes you comfortable. And dude, I guess I am, I've been on a, a recently begun journey to t- kind of take in some of the things that like you're talking about. I mean, I've never heard of, of a popular breathing guy right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, we're, uh, yeah, that's actually funny that you say that. It does sound like 20 years ago, at least in Western, the Western world. Okay. That would be kind of weird, right? Yeah. But it's a boom, dude. I mean, these things are like, no, no. (laughs) you know, that's kind of what I'm excited about. It's like, this is, you can have a conversation like this. Yeah, yeah. This is the new reality, man. This is, this is the golden age that we've been waiting for it's it's happening so if you walk into any yoga studio the teacher is going to be talking about how there's going to be a shift in consciousness and Mm -hmm. and blah 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 there is no going to be it's now like it's it's already happened yeah Um, and it's just a different version of like the the 2012 thing and all the ancient texts point to this and people are like you know, from a human perspective, are we just going deep right away? <laughs> are we going deep right away? Yeah. What do you mean? <laughs> we just started talking, but all right, I'll keep on going. Yeah. Um, from a human perspective, it's like everyone was imagining, like, spaceships to come down here and then, like, our president to come out and be like, hey, everybody, guess what? Things have changed. And that's just like... Which president? I'm just saying people are looking to the top as a symbol of Mm -hmm. evolution or revolution or just... And it's not coming from there. It's coming from us. And more specifically, it's coming from the energy of us. Yeah. So not from our body, Mm -hmm. but from the other stuff, the real stuff. And, dude, I'm completely in this new reality. Every single person I meet is yeah. wanting to have conversations about this. I'm Since when for you, man? Because um, we both knew each other probably before, like, we both probably had, like, the, the wiring to be open to it, to be receptive. Mm-hmm. The last time, like, we used to know each other in some old day job, like, ten years ago. And we haven't spoken since then. Yeah, it's since been 10, ten years. years. And so now, like, we've gone through a lot. But when did you start picking up steam for, like, a new... Yeah. Uh, I would say I was moving at a snail's pace my whole life because I rejected school. I played hockey since I was three years old, which is pretty much... I don't remember past that point, so... Uh, all my lessons I got through sports 
and everything they teach you in school is like I couldn't understand the relevancy of any of it. Yeah. Right? Like there's real tangible lessons you learn through sports. Like they're real. They're not like you take a test and pass. They're they're like real. <laughs> so uh like what? Well, like just simple things like what happens when you don't listen to the coach or how yeah. to make friends how to make friends that's a huge one right there yeah like, yeah like which guy is likable or if you <laughs> which... even want friends yeah right i've been a i've been mostly a loner my whole life like my entire life i've i've uh it's been hard to find people to communicate with but it's 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 exponentially advancing to the point where like i'm freaking the most popular guy in the room everywhere i go now <laughs> it's exponentially right yeah yeah uh, so is there like a first thing that you remember like oh somebody loaned me this book or i met this one dude at a yoga class or at a gym and he turned me on to something so what was that yeah i uh I was getting to that, but basically I went to college and I didn't buy any textbooks in college because, again, it was pointless. You know, I went to college for psychology and exercise science because I wanted to learn about people. And then I went to college and I was like, wait, we're not learning about people. We're learning about, mm -hmm. I don't even know what, just like <laughs> stuff that does, it's not relevant. Mm -hmm. And then, and then that's when I started reading and then that was the game changer. So I think about 19 years old, I was just reading everything. And I'm kind of a broad person when it comes to learning. So when you start reading in broad subjects, mm -hmm. you start realizing universal truths. And so, like I said, that was like snail's pace, 19 to 22-ish. And then I started meditating for the first time. All right, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> at, at 22. So I'm just alone in my bedroom in Michigan and just going inside and you know what I have to admit most of the meditations were basically about seducing women over this well I mean they were girls then but over this like energetic field mm-hmm mostly before I went to bed at night because I was assuming that their mind was at the same frequency as my mind. Oh, yeah. And I I did this with just the girls I really wanted. Did that give you like the Literally there's gave not you the, like the self like No man. It it for sure. it was more than that. It was it drew them to me. It wasn't self-confidence. Okay. I <laughs> because because like, I yeah. don't I don't know how to I wouldn't say that now, but there was a understanding I had that I, I wasn't, I was socially awkward because mm -hmm. when I want to talk, I want to talk deep and no, most people, you know, talking about the bar they were at the night before is really what they want to talk about. It's like a shift of gears. Not now, you can just see. but back then. Yeah. But in, in this town, you can still have like meetings with people and you say something and you think it, it might go someplace. And you see that they can't shift gears like that or something. Yeah. Or they're not ready for that level. And there's people that I'm not ready for also. Yeah. You know, that they're at an, a higher elevation than me. What was I talking about, though? Cause, I just oh. talked to a lady at Wonderlust like yeah. a week ago. And 
she's light. She's like a floating light, you know. She, I think she's probably sixty-five, and she's a Kundalini teacher there. And uh, I, I just asked her her take on the third eye because she kept mentioning it all through class. Mm-hmm. And I thought she, like we could like she would just like really hit me with some knowledge, but it was like kind of like what you're saying. Like she was on a higher level. And it was kind of hard for her to bring it down to me. But I tried, dude. I pressed through. And I was like, no, you tell me what you see. What do you see about this third eye? How should I think of this? Because everybody can say it a million different ways. But I want to hear you. Because something about that might, like, soak in. Yeah. She just couldn't stop, like, you know, her inner smile. And just, like, like, she didn't change, I guess, is what it was. Like, when I talk to somebody, sometimes I change. Like, what do you want to know? How can I? work on that you know and she was just like the same floating light like mm-hmm. as she explained it to me um so i think that is that like what you were talking about people are up there sometimes to you yeah and man you just mentioned light and i was talking about how i can attract women magnetically i just want to finish that up i'm pretty shy yeah. So I learned that I can just like go into the inner world and girls that I want, I could just bring them to me through this like inner meditative practice because that means that I don't have to actually approach them or I don't have to ask them to hang out. Uh, what a workaround, man. Dude. <laughs> what a workaround. <laughs> yeah, and it, it's never failed my entire life. And I don't use it with every girl. But there's sometimes, you know, there's girls that you're just like, all right, I need some extra backup on this one. Mm-hmm. And then I go do that. And it, and like I said, I, I don't usually, I'm not aggressive when it comes to starting to hang out with a girl. I have to like, they have to chase me in, in a way. And I, and I help them along. But you mentioned time. light. Mm-hmm. Light, I want people to know more of because we associate light to the sun, mm-hmm. which is a little difficult if you believe the sun is just a burning ball of gas, which is what we're taught. Because when you just think of a fire, it's, it's consuming and kind of destroying. Maybe destroying is not the right word. No, but, but I've had that feeling of like when you really meditate upon the sun, you meditate on something that is really, really a destructive force. Like the surface of it is gas and well, that's burning. What, that's, burning. that's what I wanted to, to say is that like people have to stop thinking about the sun like that. It, there's a huge campaign against the sun. So what helps sun. you? Huge. Well, so people are trying to propagandize the sun? Yeah, and listen to the way you're talking. You have no, you have you have 100% certainty that it's a ball of gas burning up there. Yeah, I guess I've never questioned that. Sure. Yeah, it's nuts how how they brainwash us. It's nuts. Uh, so the light you were talking about that lady, right? Yeah. That is that is consciousness. That is what people label as God or whatever the thing that flows through all of us. I mentioned like background, energy field. There's there's other names of something that goes through all of this. And electricity is another way that this energy kind of manifests itself. We don't, are, as far as I know, 
we have a hard grasp with electricity. It's hard for us to explain it scientifically. Electricians will even tell you, like, we don't, like, I don't even know what it is, but it just makes things work, <laughs> right? Like, and, But it's the energy that has been done to harness it. It's, like, purely the energy that humans have yeah. done that makes it occur. So the next time you're at the Griffith Park Observatory or anywhere that has pictures of the sun, yeah, I want you to look at it, and you'll see a bunch of uh, rings, but elliptical rings coming off and off the surface of the sun and i want you to imagine them not as a ring off the surface of the sun but like a electric arc that starts in the middle somewhere and comes out and around and you'll see that these things are all over the sun it looks like a big buzzing ball of electricity Mm -hmm. and yeah there's stuff that's clearly burning on the surface or at least that's what it looks like uh, but it, and it somehow has a way to like transfer that energy as brilliant light and heat well, by the time it gets to us. Yeah, so when you think about the sun as more of an electric object and then all the other stars are the same thing, it mm. connects this huge grid. And then the planets are also little nodes and so are we. So it's, it's this stuff is flowing through everything. And dude, getting in the sun is one of my, it's one of my daily things that I do. Just like we have to drink water and eat and breathe, I get in the sun. I actually, the reason why I was like, hey, it's going to be closer to five than four is because I didn't go out in the sun today. So I went out and I laid naked in my front yard just so I can collect the energy. Sun gazing is also uh, a thing. It's it's a. God, it's a I've little... only been out in the sun for a few minutes today, and that's really making me feel depleted, man. Well, when you go out in the sun as a like, thinking that the sun is food. Yeah. Which which it is, you really feel the effects because it's in your brain. You're just like, oh, I need to get out. I need to get out. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you this: Do you put sunscreen on? Never. I have you're, in my entire life. You're a pretty, like, tan-complected person. Yeah. You know, I haven't finished reading this book yet, but there's a book on melanin that talks about, again, melanin me- being more than just stuff that colors your skin to protect you from the sun. That it's actually, like, think about what melanin is. It's produced, it's stimulated by light. So this book is suggesting that melanin is actually, like, the the spirituality molecule and it like connects you i mean it's written by a suit like dark as this table black dude yeah so So what is his perspective yeah that's interesting so it seems like he would be a little biased but like i said it's not even a book it's just this list but can you imagine your mindset if you're like well the way i was born i guess i have like this physical closeness with spirituality in this, at least in this, like, this melanin yeah. aspect. Well, I haven't been to Africa, but from what I hear, it's all, like, rituals and, like, with the local, like, the uncivilized people, it's very yeah. shamanic and they have their... That comes across to me, for sure. Just yeah. watch any documentary about, like, the people visiting there and the whole huge, like, school children just busting into it 
unified singing and dancing and stuff that's not as common here for sure so wait what so what's going on with you mentioned like a sort of awakening with you because these books you have right here look pretty awesome this one here um is my like I, i think i took my first yoga class in about 04 shortly after i moved to la and i had a really good yoga teacher and I th- she was so good. She made me, so- it was like a meditation. It, your brain was off and you were just like, almost like she went into your brain and adjusted things by, by how good she was at describing it. And I felt like so blessed and almost like maybe a little arrogant that I was taken to yoga so well. And she would mention things like lining up your chakra, okay? That was pretty vague now that I know it. Yeah. But it, it, like when I'd heard those things, I just assumed that it was an internal thing that has to be aligned. And this book that I got just a, about a month ago made me realize how ancient that is, how much sense it makes. Um, it starts off like the, the people who started taking apart the, the subatomic particles in the 1950s, like physicists saying, we're taking apart the smallest things we know, and what we keep finding is there's more empty space. Mm-hmm. And the the Vedas, the the ancient texts from from the Far East from a long time ago, like, there's a couple guys that he quotes in here that mention those things. He's like, those things become more become more relevant now that we find it. We're finding like what we think about subatomic particles, and so he introduces it like physicists are fascinated by it. Yeah. And like the, and it has to do with nerve endings, so it's physiological. And and it has to do with the unexplainable like source energy. So it's spiritual. And so it's like unique to everybody, but it's also kind of encompassing. And so I'm on the third one, man. Like just for this one book, I'm on a, a journey to focus on the, the root chakra and the next one and the next one and I just a few days ago started like a third chakra and I'm kind of like documenting that in, in my little way on mm-hmm. this podcast it's something that I needed to do um, on on March 1st you know became single dad and it was like a tough thing to like kind of go through like two months ago three months ago yeah So I've just like, and like I was saying, I've, I've been open to these things for a long time um, and, and thought I kind of knew them, but I didn't realize until I, I needed to completely restructure, reorganize what I was pursuing. I don't know if you know, but I, I used to like, I came to LA to be an actor. Or I don't know if I came oh. here to be an actor, but it was something that I put a lot of time and energy in. So like when you and me used to work that day job together, that was so that I could be an actor. Mm-hmm. This job that I have now, so I could be an actor. But think of all that time that I'm putting in. All my energy is going into this one thing that's not what I want to do. And so I'm, I'm, I've obliterated that. It's, I no longer care about that at all. I'm just like exploring like what comes next and how to make sure everything's lined up. Yes, yes. Does that make sense? That's awesome. Tell me about Shasta, man. Oh, man. So, 
Because uh, I texted you when I found out through my brother who actually listens to something that you do, a podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he, no, I was just a guest on a podcast. So you were just a guest, but that impacted him so much that he mentioned you. Dude. Out of the blue. Out people of blue. are like, when I get, I've only done two podcasts besides this on the, on the same podcast show. Uh-huh. And the feedback they get from me is insane. People go nuts. So yeah. it's pretty cool. You got disciples, man. I don't know how that makes you feel because you... But your brother didn't know learning. you knew me, did he? Not at all. So he just was he like... He said... I was, I was talking about something and he was like, there's this podcast I listen to. There's this guy, I think his name is Ronnie or something. And he started describing you. He described your manner of speech, <laughs> the way that you looked. And I was like, dude, what's his name again? Like, yeah. And I hadn't seen you, like I said, in 10 years. Except where I thought I saw you training somebody up Runyon a few months back barefoot oh I wasn't training anyone it was I usually just have somebody run with shoes on in front of me so that I don't slow down oh yeah or I, I'm, I'm in front of them yeah so I run barefoot and they run with shoes you were dude all, this is what I heard I was with Jack I think this is like maybe four or five months ago and I'm pretty sure I heard you telling somebody how your stride is different when you're barefoot yeah of course wait you like, you heard me saying that? I hear a lot of, dude, if, some, if there's two people coming, I like, so, there's their energy. And then the next people, like, I soak up something they say. You know what I mean? Yeah, probably. It's hard for me to not teach. Yeah. That's, is that always been? It's like the more you know, right? Well, I mean, I will fully admit I, I'm a student. I am a student of of all of this, whatever of yeah. life. So that's I one thing I saw on your Instagram page that I was like, somebody professes that they're a student and they're they're open to anything. Yeah, I I don't I don't actually know a lot about most things. I just know a little about a lot of things, and I I can make connections and see what's true over here is true over there and over here and over here and over here. So this is a theme that seems to be authentic, right? Yeah. What, what's your birth sign? Libra. I don't know anything about that. <laughs> it's just gotta be, I'm just looking for some kind of thing that seems similar, man. There's some kind of mentality, like the way that you're explaining things seems some kind of similar. Um, There's the year of birth also. The year of birth. Well, I'm, I'm a little bit older than you. 76. What? Yeah. 82. 82. Right on. Um, so Mount Shasta. Yeah. Speaking Thanks of... Thanks for going, getting back on track, dude. You've only done a <laughs> few of these. You're actually really good at it. Because people are like, he was about to say something. And then I start babbling. Right. Dude, that podcast has three people. Imagine, like, I, it's hard for me to complete topics when there's three people because everyone wants to talk. Yeah. So, this is easy. This is actually what I desired. Cool. Which is why I'm here. Uh, so, Shasta is a chakra of the planet. Just like we have chakras. Yeah. The planet is a living, is a living conscious entity also. So, it has chakras. And, 
Mount Shasta. Have you been to Mount Shasta? No. Dude. <laughs> so on the way up, I was driving from 120 miles away. You come, I came around this, this bend in the road and then wasn't expecting on seeing anything because I'm 120 miles away from Mount Shasta, but right in the center of the road where the freeway goes is this giant white pyramid. Like it looked symmetrical and it's just white and it's so far away and it's the only one mount shasta isn't part of like a mountain range it's a volcano so it's just a giant pyramid Mm -hmm. and oh man that place is magical but i went up there because there's this guy i just met kind of i was guided to him it seemed like Mm -hmm. and he does light work again back with the light Mm -hmm. he does light work on this planet and trying to like open up the grid for higher conscious beings to kind of move around within this realm and also increase the collective consciousness of the planet so he wakes up every single day meditates gets instructions writes them down and then just follows them and he just goes places and he activates sites and he uses people to do it so he uses people that are vibing high i guess and or lighter and he activates sacred sites so we were in mount shasta like did he text you my instructions this morning said he we has or depart from Mount Shasta. Well, he <laughs> no, it wasn't like that. He knew about it ahead of time, so he plans his trips. Okay. And he's got his trips planned out, and and they're just like missions. He goes places to do things. Uh, so he it wasn't it wasn't a spiritual retreat for us. It wasn't even a spiritual retreat. It was invite only people, and we all met up in Mount Shasta. There was different amounts of people but I think average was 12 and these were like like that lady you were describing Mm -hmm. like 60 to 70 year old maybe 50 year olds like I was by far the young well I mean I was the youngest one there and oh man there's uh they were they were crazy and these are people that have been working in these fields for their entire life so these are people who have like uh man this must be exciting for them hypnotized and okay so i'm gonna stop right there and and come back to it so one of the guys is uh he does a lot of things but what he just recently did was write a book and he was writing a book about how all the kids born now like especially after 2012, but even leading up to 2012, are of an ascended nature. They are light beings being reincarnated as humans to help raise the consciousness of this planet. And this is also stuff I agree with. So when I met him and he started talking, he was talking to another guy who has a kid, and I was listening to him talk, and I was like, who is this guy? He's talking about his his little one-year-old daughter being like all the all the stuff that i know to be true and i'm just like what 
like what i was like hey I, i'm eavesdropping but yeah can you i have some questions about your i actually like had to challenge some of the stuff that you were saying i was like can you explain what you meant by this but uh these are like he wrote a book about this he wrote a book about this to parents so uh-huh. that they know because he said this is a, a generation of parents that have no idea how to raise these kids and they're putting them all on antidepressants and adhd medication just because they they're Children. they're not fitting into society that mm-hmm. we made you know yeah from a dominating standpoint which is very i mean it's rigid the society that we made it's pretty yeah. rigid it's super structured because it was made by men it's a very masculine type thing right it's mm-hmm. it's like even just the the notion of money it's like i don't i don't have to pay you in these green pieces of paper right yeah like if you think about it it's pretty ridiculous that we actually you know if you do something for me like i have to give you this like money it's pretty ridiculous like is there not another way but it's literally the only way we operate and this is a man thing mm-hmm. you know there's no way a female would have signed up <laughs> or, or invented this process females wouldn't have been like hey we're going to be an in individual family units with individual square bedrooms and that's where you're going to sleep yeah and like you're going to hook up to this grid and the electricity is going to get brought to your house and there's going to be a meteor on the outside of your house. This is all masculine stuff, yeah, right? Interesting. And so this whole feminine movement, mm-hmm. I think they've also evolved because what I was seeing was that women were chasing masculine traits. So they were idolizing Ronda Rousey and... CEOs of companies yeah and women that were like astronauts like charging forward and but those those are still that's like trying to live the dream of a man because guys want to be UFC champions like guys want to be CEOs of companies because that's Mm -hmm. the thing that men created but like I what I've noticed is a whole shift in many of the women that I've talked to they all are on board with the fact that they are responsible for harmonizing how we behave on this planet because men have been doing it so far mm-hmm. and they've been and things are getting effed up right now things are going to all start crashing and mm-hmm. we really need the new system is going to be a combination of a more feminine approach to life which i see in all my super hyper masculine friends like mm-hmm. i've been in the gym industry forever and i have friends who are meditating and being mm-hmm. kinder and nicer and talking about their feelings i'm i'm going through this same shift i can feel that this you know man i could talk about a bunch of different things but yeah i'm going yeah. through the same kind of thing i'm getting i'm going more towards the feminine and there's masculine and feminine in all of in us everybody. Mm-hmm. but i think society needs mm. more like we need generations like 100 percent of the girls brought up knowing what their magic is because we don't know what their magic is Mm -hmm. they haven't they haven't been able to like we've suppressed we meaning men Mm -hmm. we have suppressed 
anything magical about them. Yeah, we, we know what the, what the pinnacles of attainment are in this society. We know what they are. And they, those have been in place for a long time. This, the achievements, the success, the security of the job and the providing and, and all of that. Like, the awards, right? Yeah, the points. So there's other things. Yeah, the points. There's <laughs> other things that... Uh, and I guess what's encouraging to me is that even if there's not some established new way that I guess you could describe in those terms as like, this is like, a, we have a masculine way and this specific way is a feminine way. Because that hasn't been defined yet. Right. But the cool, encouraging thing is that they're starting to lose respect for, maybe not lose respect, but open up to an, to that being wrong, to a lot of things in that yeah. being wrong and can, can be changed. That's what I think is cool. And I hope that the things that when people do like enlighten in, on mass, um, that it becomes in a way that's like gradual enough so that it doesn't cause like people's identities and lives to be crushed. Like just like dystopia and like we all are, you know, picking up from burning buildings and stuff. Um, I kind of see that happening though. You do? I mean, it's happening now. A lot of my friends who are, especially the ones who are, well, just everybody, I, I think. I think like a, a, like a, a guided shift that like, People yeah, are, are we need to towards. accept. We need to accept extraterrestrials that come in here and or make themselves appear because they're already here, and like people need to understand that this shift isn't going to come from a human perspective. Like the way that we're thinking about it, it's not going to happen like that. So you know, maybe it means that all. I mean, I I, I don't want to really, really want to speculate, but I see people not going the route of the old system so pharmaceutical companies are like all these old systems i i see crashing pharmaceutical companies educational like there's no reason to even go to college anymore bosses aren't looking at diplomas as something of value Mm -hmm. if anything any anybody who owns their own business knows that you know it you're more of a sheep like and also that's a that's it could be a sign of willpower, but it's also like you have no life experience. If you've been in college till you're like twenty six years old, yeah. or even twenty two years old, you're yeah. coming out. There's a big difference between having to pass I never the thought test. Never of that. You're right. I mean, I was an employer, so I mean, and I have many, many friends from all different types of life, and it's straight up. College is not life experience. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you might work through college. I worked through college, and I played hockey. Uh, but it's a little bit different when you have, like, bills to pay and shit starts getting fucked up. You have IRS taxes coming in, and you're just getting hit with thousands of dollars of taxes at the same time that you're supposed to be paying rent, and, like, the cell phone bill is, like, three days from being turned off. Mm-hmm. Or you have a kid. Like, all of this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. You don't get this while you're in school. Yeah. It's a little bit sh- it's a little bit sheltered. It's a little bit paint by numbers. But anyways, what I was saying is all these systems. Um there's conventions that are being banks also this money thing, man. This money thing is really shaky now. We're all just using it, but n- everyone knows it's worthless and yeah. like it's literally it's worthless. <laughs> and now it kind of exists as like 
number what's the source of the numbers you're so you're <laughs> shifting numbers around so i just venmoed you some money you know i just paypal'd you or what's the other thing that came out a few years back um well then there's like this whole bitcoin that's what i'm thinking of thing and it just makes you like think of this subtle weirdness about so literally there's just numbers stored someplace that are being like electronically transferred well we're electronic also we, I mean, we have, people are accessing our mind through text messages, right? And, you know, there's thousands of people that knew what I was doing last week, right? They knew that I was riding a unicycle in snow for the first time and, and what my thoughts were and, like, the emotion on my face. What? I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, unicycle. I, I didn't. It's, yeah. but it's, not for the, it's not for this show. I said like thousands of people right okay. if i have followers yeah there's this electronic version of ronnie like similar to an avatar but i don't actually have to get into an avatar and walk around in the environment because i can just video myself here and now and yeah. then it just gets spread to thousands of people and you know talking about energy these people are all showing me energy yeah and this is this is what I think is going to be the new money, right? So if you think about what is, by the way, I just closed my gym. I don't know if you know this. Yeah, I wanted to ask you about that when we get to the right spot. But yeah. basically, I just, like you were saying earlier, it got to a point where I just was like, you know what, I, I, I don't care to, to be having to work every single day so that I can pay my bills. At one point, teaching people fitness and all this stuff. And I am super passionate about teaching, but like just teaching people fitness, I started trying to get into this meditation or breathing or all this other stuff. And when I saw that it was really hard to run a gym and then, and be able to talk about this stuff, I got really bored and I just shut it down because this, this is the important stuff. Shut it down. So you had to put in a ton of time because my brother Pete, he owns a CrossFit gym in Florida. And uh, I know how busy he gets. So when was your like meditation during this whole like 10 years that you're running this gym? Like, well, how did that occur? I keep on saying that I'm, well, so eventually I just learned to meditate without having to sit down and close my eyes. What? You can just make your own rules, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's one of the re that's I think that's one of the draws I had towards you because a 22-year-old meditating to bring people to himself to avoid <laughs> the uh, the uh, the assertiveness. I mean, that's outside of the box rules and you, the, I think the more people you hang out with or listen to that think outside of the box is like I mean, there's no box, man. <laughs> so, at the gym, Meditation means to you something different than it does to me, right? Right now it means like, like you said, stillness, following some kind of guided thing until you can do it yourself. Well, Lasting but like... 20 minutes and it's supposed to be two hours, yeah, you know, yeah. to actually get progress out of it. But when you look at like what the actual concepts of, oh, so I learned this from like another 62 year old, you know... And I don't know if I created this or what, but I've always been friends, especially since I moved to L.A., with older people. I think those are the people that will talk like this. So I've always been around 
and getting the influence of somebody who has a lot of years on this planet. Yeah. And uh, they'll just naturally start. Plus, I was a personal trainer in LA, so I'm hanging out with very successful people. It was during a crash, so everyone who was my clients were people that were surviving the crash of 2007. Oh, so like 09, 08, and you worked with me around then. Yeah, so when but I was working training. with you, uh, like we were managing apartments and selling apartment units. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you were trying to avoid saying that. but Yeah, I was, but, <laughs> but I've talked about it on like on two other episodes at length. Okay, yeah. so, so what I was doing was I, I didn't have a living room. I had a gym in my living room, and I was on top of what I was making with you, yeah, which was quite decent. When we were selling apartments, we were, we would get 100 to $300 per lease, and yeah. we would be doing one to Four three of them. Four months of banging those yeah, out. And then just, just, yeah. So that was a lo- I was rolling in dough because I didn't even have many expenses. It was just me training people, and I was making a hundred grand. 10 people three times a week, two to three times a week. And I remember my goal would always be to make $2,000 a week. That was like what I was trying to sustain. And then at the t- and then at the side I was doing what you were doing and I was taking all that money and just buying more equipment and buying more equipment and buying more equipment. So I jumped from a one bedroom to a two bedroom with the garage to a loft. I was in three different places. And then I just quit yeah. and went downtown and opened and got like a pretty expensive loft for me. Yeah. Like having to pay, I think it was $3,400 a month, but the gym was living and the gym. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But I was young. That's ideal. Dude, I I didn't have any idea what I was doing. It was all just me trusting that this was going to work. That's awesome. I love it. But what were we talking about that made me even uh, mention that? The gym, and I asked you, like, I just told... Oh, yeah. You said you did meditate, and you you had to do it in a way that... So, one of my clients was... I mean, I barely trained the guy. We were mostly just friends. He was the first guy that told me about, like, hey, you know what? You should really look up, like, a high cholesterol diet. And this was... 2008 2009 and i'm and i'm like what do you mean i think i thought fat and cholesterol are stuff you want to avoid i'm a i'm a health expert right i'm a personal trainer and this guy's just like well son i've been doing this for my whole life like i'm also a health expert and uh look it up there's studies that they feed people tons of cholesterol and their body fat drops and their cholesterol drops Mm -hmm. so this is a whole nother topic which i I'm just saying back then this was a new concept. Now it's regular knowledge for me. Yeah, but to other people that are not in your field, mm-hmm. it's kind of still out of left field. What you're, that yeah. diet, it's, I, because I'm kind of doing that right now too. And and it's really wacky to people. Yeah, I can, I can explain it, but not. Yeah, we don't we're, we're talking no, about we're Talking about you and the path. And, so he yeah. told me like, yo, you meditate? Okay, well, you know you don't have to sit down. So he actually, like, he gave me the, the idea, I would say. So I, I, I tail-coded on his, on his discovery, or I don't know where he got it from, but he was basically just like, yeah, I just meditate all the time. I think that was it. We had, like, one cent. Like, I never believed anything that this guy said. 
So when, <laughs> when he was saying stuff, it was just going over my head. It wasn't yeah. until years later that I would be like, wait, Paul said this this one time. So that was it. He said that to me at one point. And then I think a few years later, I just started really thinking, what are we trying to achieve through meditation? And is it necessary that I be sitting down and closing my eyes? So when I'm when I'm meditating, there's all different ways, but just the 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 most resonant thing is that you want to be connected to source. So this this body's producing all this distraction from source consciousness, mm-hmm. and that's essentially what you're what I'm I was or I am aiming to connect with when my eyes are closed. I want to be connected to source, and there's no reason why I need to be sitting down with my eyes closed for that to happen. If I know, I know on many different levels, from a scientific level, from a esoteric level, from just all these different levels, that I am source. Now I'm just conscious and meditating all the time. So I did that for a while. I would say sometime for a while, meaning most of my adult life. And I would say... In the last year or two, I've massively upped the sitting cross-legged with your spine a certain way and eyes closed, mm-hmm. pineal gland activating. Like I've massively increased that. But there was a while when I was just too busy to do that. I mean, 20 minutes is really valuable. <laughs> like so having a full-time job and a one-and-a-half-year-old too, man. It's Yeah, 20 minutes is valuable. Yeah. Where am I going to fit that in? Um, but you did. You you didn't go from not meditating and not understanding that to like doing what Paul said and just realizing uh, that you're source. Because you kind of, it was like a... Yeah, yeah, it was just... But you can kind of take make people climb that rung faster by introducing that to them. Yeah, and this is why I closed my gym. Because... I want to affect the planet, like the actual planet, and that includes the people on on it. Like we are not separate. And that means that if I'm going to work on people, I need to work on all peoples. And that this is a realization that I've gotten recently. Working on individual people isn't actually going to help the group. And I'm not, I'm only interested in the group. I, because when the group ascends, the individuals go to a far greater area than they ever would just on their own. We're like, we're like, if you, if you imagine the stars and we all being stars, we're all connected on frequencies that we're not, we're, I mean, I know people that can feel them and roam around in them and communicate, but not everyone can, but there's, there's a, a level of connectedness between us all. Um, I mean, these are, you can feel it. Like if you're alone in a room and somebody walks by, you like turn and look, you're, you know, somebody walked by and that is the energy, mm-hmm. like the whiskers on cats and dogs, the mm-hmm. hair on spiders, those things are made to to collect and sense energy same thing with the the, what's the shark that looks like this 
hammerheads. Yeah, hammerheads. Those things have like that's a organ. They have a magnetic sense that's like out of this world, right? Yes. So I want to say that I even think they're killing those sharks to get the the gel that produce they that produce. Is, that is some horrific. And and I want to say it's the female son. No, I don't remember. But uh Bro. Yeah. We have to change everybody. Yeah. So I was going to try and take a picture of you. But I don't, I don't know how to use it. I just got this phone the other day. But now I've distracted you. I've broken the... Here, you can take chain. a picture of me, and then I'll right. send it to you. All right, cool. I had this thing where I was going to take a picture of everybody in the ficus tree out there, and I only did that with, like, one person. So I'll just do it right here. Cool. Cool. It's just cool light, man. You got a halo. Halo. Yeah. You and know, it's funny. I just heard that word, like, five minutes ago, and I, it peaked up in my mind. But yeah. then you just re-mentioned it. Anyways. I love that crap. And uh, so I'm not going, I'm not jumping. I don't know like what the sound or the frequency or anything is of like the top. But one of the other chakra books I got, it's called the Chakra Bible. Um, she has a picture of like some old, you know, 16th century Catholic stained glass window of a, of a halo. Mm-hmm. And it's just how similar like so many of like the faiths are. And that, yeah, it's a halo. It's, there. It's the crown, like, chakra yeah. that, that is of the attainment of, like, of the enlightenment. Enlightenment. And that's why people followed them around and called them saints. And they, you know, they shared their energy and affected the world. They had, and then they get the halo. I don't know if this is true, but I always ask people to think about the words that they're, they're using. And enlightenment, I think... How many times are we going to say light? Would translate into to be light, right? Yeah. Like, that is what enlightenment means. So, to be light, uh, or at least that's what I think it means. Yeah, um, this is so new, man. The um, the gym not being there. So, is there still a building with all of your gear in there? And all I just stuff? got it out like within the last week. Mm-hmm. So I'm completely unhitched from that sort of energy. Because mm-hmm. like you were saying, you're putting energy into acting. I was putting energy into this business and the people and. I loved it and it was my dream, but it was mm-hmm. something I dreamed of 11 years ago. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I, like I said, I love people and I learn about people as that's like my, my favorite subject. And, and eventually when I learned about people, I learned that people are connected to everything, right? I just naturally forget, progressed studying about people and health diet and like what is food like why does it give us energy why do we breathe Mm -hmm. like if you really understand what oxygen is like it took hours of re-educating myself what elements are and how they behave and the vibrational shapes and what oxygen is and and why it would be beneficial to our body it's not just this thing that we breathe Mm -hmm. it's there's that word prana right like the life force or life essence and it's usually associated with breath and it it is a force it's a it's it's something that i would like to take a little bit longer to explain so i'm not going to go into it we don't have a limit on mine i was just told by like a few people like my sister that should try to keep it under 40 minutes 
you know? Okay. But you, you're going to have a show that tons and tons of people are going to listen to. For sure. Or you just bounce around like to other people's and they'll be like, dude, Ronnie needs to come on. You need to produce this because the other ones, many people said it was their best, like favorite podcast they've ever listened to ever. Yeah. But, um, yeah. You mean the Wadcast? Yeah. Yeah. That's what my brother listens to all the time. And he, and that he, he mentioned one Wadcast to me and that was it, dude. So... <clears throat> Yeah, when, when you start just researching this, you eventually get underneath the thing. So I'm getting underneath exercise and looking up and being like, yo, we don't need the exercise. Like, we don't, like, the food we eat is important, but not for the reasons that we think they are. It's like the fat and the protein and the carbs, like, that sort of stuff is hey man, so surface level. Check out my macros. Yeah? <laughs> no, I'm just saying. No, I know. I, <laughs> hey, it helped me trim some weight over the past like year and a half. I went down from 185 to like 158. Like I lost like, a lot of weight. That's good. Just because I wanted, I really desperately wanted to get parts as an actor so bad, you know? Yeah, so you're saying that was your intention, right? Yeah. So I intend on having my body super fit without training. Yeah. And it works. So I work out a few times a year. You did this thing on your... Yeah, I just started your, doing that. On your... Uh, Instagram. Yeah, and that's something that I got from like Michael Jackson's Thriller. There's like some dancers that do that. Uh -huh. And I'm always like... Whenever I'm like, I'm getting older, I better do this every day. But you did it with freaking yeah, weights right. and water glasses and stuff. You were a dancer, right? Yeah. That's, I just remembered that. And whenever I work out and I like the, the dudes who are really strength-based, I love doing that and I feel like pumped. But sometimes I feel like, dude, that, that doesn't make me feel engaged and youthful and like incapable in life to be like, str like just super strong. You know, it makes me feel great to be like, I think you to be should. able to do what you, you were doing and have your joints loose, you know, you should see me trying Tai Chi every morning. Yeah. It's I, a disaster, but I'm trying from just based on YouTube videos. That's my next thing. Cause I can't, can you build a ball of energy with your hands? Yeah. That's what I'm, I'm trying to feel right there and, and expand it. And, yeah, yeah. And feel it like my fingers are shaking right now, and and try to make sure that it's close. And but what happens when I when I bring it out? What happens when my hands separate? You know, because eventually I'm gonna those hands are gonna separate. You know, so where's oh, my energy now? So you can't do that. I don't know. No, you can. Well, that's that's the thing. Is that's what it feels don't like. Don't have a question. What do you want the energy to do? Yeah. So what I do, and no one's taught me Tai Chi or Qigong or anything. I need to actually start studying it because I just do what you're doing. And somebody, like people started saying, that's Tai Chi or that's Qigong. And, and I just I'm know that, you know, I got these Egyptian, some, I had a friend that gave me these copper spiraled, healing rods is what he called them and they're like with crystals inside of them and you could feel the energy in between them like you could just feel it and it was powerful i felt like i could go into 
areas and just like drive energy into all the plants and the trees. And I had to give those back and then I eventually just did it with my hands. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, we can just do this with our hands. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's how I learned. Like, And I didn't even know it was a thing. But what I do, what I like, one of my favorite things is this kind of like this figure eight. And after I build the ball, when I do the figure eight, watch my bottom hand. Mm-hmm. My bottom hand flicks the energy out. And then it comes back over top and then grabs the energy but i flick the energy out to feed the planet and sometimes i'm just flicking it to the trees and the grass and the plants around me and the mm-hmm. and the humans and sometimes it gets as i'm spraying it through the entire planet or the entire universe and i'm just i'm trying to spread mm-hmm. this uh vibration of just whatever bliss harmony this mm-hmm. feeling that I have, that that feeling that you get in between your hands. And sometimes the energy comes back through me or underneath me, through the earth, into me, and then it's sprayed out again. But I'm always, I'm sharing. Whenever I go into a field, which I love to do, yeah. I'm always communicating with the... That is one thing that I think I can do. Mm-hmm. Like there's girls that I know that can hear your thoughts or feel your emotions mm-hmm. and... I feel like I connect with the earth more as like that is my power. Like I have the earth mm-hmm. that I can feel and sense. Do you on, get do you get camping or like how do you get in touch with your I mean here in LA, like I haven't been out of LA in over a year. Yeah, there's a few year. parks though that are pretty decent here. Elysian Park was downtown and that was where I was I had a gym. Oh. But where it's like a park where you don't really see the city. I mean, you see the city if you go on the mountain and look. Mm-hmm. But, you know, on Christmas, I, I, I go to the park and sit on a tree. Mm-hmm. And on that day, the entire planet is very, very happy. On it the, is. It's so on December 25th I'm sitting on the tree at the top of this like like hill it's the highest point in Elysian Park and there's this epic like grandfather tree with just arms that come out like this yeah like just tons of arms that are just coming out and you can sit on them or stand on them and see 360 degrees around the city and on Christmas I'm there just collecting it feels like the entire earth not just the city but it just feels like everywhere on the planet there's a raised sense of harmony and mm-hmm. things how long did you sit there feel you have good any idea? uh last year it was like oh, i would this say is a christmas thing now. four or five years mm-hmm. well no i think it would it i i really felt like doing it this year so i did it it wasn't something random it, was it doesn't like, have to be that tree either Anywhere. Right, and then usually I would just go outside cause for the same reasons. But this particular year, going in a tree was a game changer. It was, it, I could definitely oh, the feel trees. it. The trees, man. Dude, look at what we're sitting on. Wood, wood, yeah, wood. wood. Like, wood. these things we just treat like crap, right? Mm. Like we, But they're far, like, I don't know if superior is the word, but... What's the like? What's a forest experience you have? A, a buddy of mine in college took me out. He was a real forest guy. We went on the Appalachian Trail, and he, we were out there in the middle of the night, and uh, like 
like camp backpack camping and he told me just hold still and feel the forest and it dude i was just gonna say this what i was just gonna say this. and it just rocked me and just how powerful that forest was those trees and this was like not the grand sequoia redwoods or this was just a forest out in appalachia somewhere and but being there at night the stillness is a sound the stillness is almost like there's there's definitely sounds it's not silent so it's music yeah what i was gonna say is that when i go into nature i wouldn't say i'm perfect so i'm gonna say i try to not use words to describe my reality so if i'm looking around this room i'm seeing things right that's a fireplace that's a basketball hoop that's a door that's a volleyball that's a frisbee like that's a book on chakras these are words right like the word frisbee isn't a frisbee right so when i go into the forest i'm trying to experience or as you say feel i'm trying to feel the energy of like not the word leaf but really just the energy of what a leaf is right and so it's doing the exact same thing you're doing but again with movement i just like i don't want to stand still all the time so like Mm. how can i do this while i'm walking around that's one of the things in mount shasta we kept on having to go into the woods and meditate and i just kept on walking you were walking around yeah or or (laughs) unicycling around yeah 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 yeah. so that's constant motion right and it's it's just i feel like it's i mean closing your eyes and doing the whole thing is definitely where it's at like that's there's something different there but like i'm just i'm just like trying to adapt it into what i'm interested in which is like having fun and you can adapt anything (laughs) goodness god you can adapt anything and that's something that you don't realize sometimes if you get in your rhythms and you get in like what you think you have to do is all of a sudden like you think you totally think within this guidebook that other that has been given to you you can adapt that damn it's your guidebook yeah this this whole reality is is us it, it like everything here is us and we can create whatever we want and the the another kind of thing i want to inspire people to at least question is is like if you're complaining about something in your reality which is supposed to be you then that is basically you not accepting yourself as a creator which will then make it impossible for you to create so like there cannot be any complaints about anything because you're complaining about yourself you're not allowing yourself to be a creator so you won't create you'll just be sitting there asking yourself why don't i have a ferrari i'm trying to manifest a ferrari by imagining my hands behind the steering wheel and the gloves that i'm wearing and the roads that i'll be driving on and the babes that i'm getting i'm trying to manifest it why isn't it happening well it's happening because you're bitching about this and that all the time just open up facebook and you're just like people come on Mm -hmm. like i'm waiting for you connect 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 (laughs) one of the things i said early on that is I was trying to carry through as an inspiration is when you see the bitching I think that there's different levels of vibration that is being wasted right now I think like the lowest one 
but spends a lot of time on is like race relations, the lowest vibrate, you know? And I think that so much energy is going to go from that towards something good when people start to it's a lot of potential is what you're saying yeah it's like you're right tapped oil field of like dude we're gonna solve some fucking problems when we can start to elevate from some of these things that we're wasting a lot of time on now yo that's you just went one level deeper than i normally think about this issue because i'm always thinking like don't these people realize that this quote bad stuff that's happening is causing everybody to question which is actually good for awareness yeah but you wanted a level deeper by saying that like even the fact that people are bitching is a good thing because we can see that that's going to be potential what energy you're doing is that's awesome every person you reach is probably going to be pretty raised up from that low low vibration you know and and that's more and more people that are going to be like kind of stepping up because there's some bigger problems to solve what we do with trees what what we eat what you know how commerce works medicine those are some bigger problems right you know so that untapped potential and that's easy yeah we handle the 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 people and the like you said the the commerce problems the systems that are around like those only exist because we created them yeah like we choose like I said I choose to use money but I'm 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 shifting because I closed my business not having another way to make money because that's not important to me. What's Yikes. important to me like hey having a bunch of green dollar bills isn't mm-hmm. important to me. It doesn't actually mean anything. Okay, to most people it's like yeah, but you can use those to go buy food. Okay. Yeah, or well, to experience happy vacations. Yeah. So, is there a way to do that without money? And I think the answer is yes. Yeah. So there's there's a new system that's going to be created and I am not thinking it I'm thinking it's going to happen. I'm certain it's going to happen and I'm diving off the cliff and just being like fuck this money stuff. Yeah. Like what do I need? I need shelter, I need food and I I need to reach people on a heart a heart to heart connection. These aren't these aren't impossible tasks that I have to go working 80 hours a week and like paying taxes on top of this money. That's another thing. There's somebody else controlling how much this money's worth. Mm-hmm. We're like, no, I think right. I would like to yeah. control how much I'm worth. <laughs> like, yeah, that really seems like such a like a passive way to to be. Like when somebody else controls, and you haven't been an employee for a while. Right? I mean, and even that was just a. You know, Murdad was my client, our boss. Oh, okay. Because that's how I met him. All right. At the personal training gym. So he just brought me in. And, yeah. but I never, I've I've never actually been an employee, like, That was real. freelance, yeah. I, like, I've never been, like, a real employee where I, like, needed the money to eat. I started mowing lawns when I was, like, in fifth yeah. grade. So that's definitely an independent, like, take care yeah. of, like, yourself. Dude, and it was weird because I would just be... I remember just sitting there, like, as a kid in, like, sixth grade, just being, like, man... Just adding up the fact that I didn't mow the neighbor's lawn and there was a couple people paying me $5 and a couple people paying me $20. And as, like... It was before sixth grade. It was, like, 
elementary school as an elementary school kid five dollars is a lot and i remember sitting there just thinking like man i was so lazy that i didn't mow sally's lawn the last like <laughs> i could have done it two times a week and that i missed three opportunities now what that's going to mean is that the grass is going to be super long it's going to be very shitty for me to mow it when i do mow it and i'm gonna have to rake and I get paid less than if I would have just like done it every couple of days like yeah. I was supposed to. I remember having these thoughts of what's myself. What's that story tell you? What do you? What's your takeaway from that? I mean, I don't know. There's just, <laughs> just an awareness just of, an, like, okay. of like, there's just an awareness that I had of like, as an elementary school kid, I knew what my work was worth. Okay, that's it. And, okay. and what like... Energy uh, can do. And the, right. Yeah. And like the fact that if I didn't do it, Again, these are lessons that I was learning, and that's why I rejected school. Because, mm-hmm. like, it's like this stuff is pointless. I know that if I don't do work, I don't get paid. And if I do do work, I do get paid. It's all easier if I work hard. It's Everything's easier if you work hard. Yeah. Like, that is that is the takeaway, And actually. that's something that's cool. In case you think, hearing this, that, like, Ronnie is like, or me, because I'm doing something really similar. I mean, my last day working this job was yesterday. and. Nice. Um, and in case you think like he he's late, he just defined for you a really deep understanding of how unlazy he is. No, dude. Yeah, it's and work hard. It's but it's what you put yourself into. The reason why I even know you is because I wanted to make more funds to buy exercise equipment. Yeah. To fund my own gym without partners, like yeah. I was working a second job on. I was making a hundred thousand dollars, cash, pretty much. A month, uh, a year, and was thinking, okay, this will just buy me a good life, but I I want a gym, mm. so <laughs> yeah. I need to do something else. And then I was just making even. I just remember those checks were so. We would get like thirty checks all yeah. for like a hundred yeah. to two hundred dollars. Was a good trip to really? the bank <laughs> to go to the bank, and yeah. it's like. It's pretty annoying. Back then, you couldn't deposit like fifty checks at once. It was like there was a limit how much checks you could deposit mm. and it would be like this weird thing where you want to be annoyed that you have to stand there forever with all yeah. these checks but then you're like nah this is <laughs> thousands of dollars yeah that was commission checks that's great what was i just gonna ask you oh do you have any kind of a message for like you just explained that the gym your gym was something that you want to redirect your energy from towards something that you feel excited about again but what about the people who do have gyms right now that like they do need that to take care of their family or whatever still great awesome reasons for people to own gyms right Mm -hmm. well you know it'll make it a lot easier if everybody gets on board with making what we're talking about sexy yeah right well if anybody can do it man you're looking at them (laughs) so uh no man i think i think that everybody should be doing what they want to do so if you want to own a gym yeah it's not easy and you know gym owners some of them make money a lot of them don't right so it's kind of like these people and i know what it's like i would say there's three years that i didn't want to own my gym that I was completely rejecting it. What happened was everything was good. I'm living my dream. I always wanted a functional fitness facility with ropes hanging from the ceiling and big tractor tires and, mm-hmm. and importantly, 
athletic-minded people. Athletic-minded people. And ladies, yeah. Yeah. That's that's a crazy thing. When you watch little girls walk in who are just, like, physically worthless, and then three years later, they're, like, you would never... You would think that this girl worked out every single day of her life, that Mm -hmm. she was born a football player or something. (laughs) But, uh, so, you... I'm I'm living the dream and then I watched a few of my clients die, my older clients. And I was moving these people out of their house and just looking at their life from the end, mm-hmm. like back, right? Because I'm taking all their stuff out of their cabinets, looking at their pictures, their awards, their clothes, mm-hmm. their things, right? There's like skis and bikes and like I'm just looking at all their things and I'm looking at like wow this person's dead now. Uh worked like crazy to to afford this house mm-hmm. and now they're dead. Like I wonder if they're happy. Like because if I get to this point and I'm dying, I don't want to remember how much work I did. Like, what the fuck? I don't give a... I don't care if I... Can I say that word? I don't care. Yeah, I think we have, but thanks for asking. But yeah. I don't... Ethan walked away. You don't want to think about... Yeah, like, I don't care how good of a slave I was. Right. I I just don't. And it doesn't even matter how, how, like... So before this, I opened a second gym. So I had two gyms running when I'm having this realization because I was going towards the house in the hills. And then here I am sitting in a house in the hills. And then I'm just like, wow, I better be happy if I'm going to do this. So one of these particular clients gave me a house at the top of the house, like, like the top of Sunset Plaza. It was ridiculous with a pool that we could make as hot as we wanted. Yeah. Like he left. He had another place in Colorado. And like I could make this pool 105 degrees if I wanted. And I have like a hot tub sized pool at the top of the Hollywood Hills. This was the greatest experience ever. This is like anything, everything that I was working for. Yeah. Right? Like oh I gosh. had people over. It was, it was awesome with like the most expensive cutlery and like glasses and silverware and TVs and leather couches and just all this high class stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And it was, it was like my style. It wasn't like too ritzy. It was like, if I'm going to do it, this is exactly how I would do it. But that and stuff then, was already there or did you put it all in? No, it was already there. Ah, so it's just freaking... So, I'm, it still wasn't worth it. I was like, this still isn't worth me trading my life for. And I want to live. So it was during these times that I was just like, kind of not liking the fact that I owned a gym and that I had this thing that I had to do and it prevented me from like just going somewhere else in the world if I wanted to to Mm -hmm. live Mm -hmm. because I needed to make money and I was felt responsible to all the people yeah so anyways that kind of it it naturally ended itself it took three years though it like this was around 2013 or 14 that I was having these thoughts and then finally I was able to to cut it mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. man the day i texted you or direct message you was like the day you were about to do it you're like i'm about to go and tell <laughs> a bunch of people that are like dear to me that the gym's gone yeah we had to do that uh but 
Yeah. yeah. Everything is everything's uh based on trust now what I'm doing and it's coming it's relevant. It's not like some mystical thing. Yeah, you didn't say that earlier. You said like the new currency, but what you just said right there is trust. Yeah. Cuz that's something that you cannot deny if you trust somebody or not. And you also need to trust yourself in terms of yourself being everything, right? Okay. If you imagine all the times you've been stressed in your life mm-hmm. and still, like, look around you. You still have a life. There's still, like, beautiful things about your life. Mm-hmm. And if you think back to every single time you stressed and you think about, like, how much value did the stress have? Like, how much value was it to me? It's very close to zero. Uh, so just go through life never stressing, and you're going to still be taken care of, right? Yeah. Like, no matter what. And I'm not, I'm not even claiming to be somebody who has it easy. Like, there's been, like, you do get bills for over $10,000 of just IRS tax bills that, like, you just didn't even know existed when you own a business. And yeah. You, or even hundreds of thousands or millions if you're, like, on that level. But you just get these random letters. It's like, oh, I owe $13,000 that I didn't know I owed. And just, like, put it down. And it's like, oh, I got a letter. I'm being sued because one of my employees did something that, or a staff member, he wasn't even an employee. Yeah. Did something that, you know, he shouldn't have. Okay. And you, like, like there's, you, yeah. like, there's very stressful things, like, yeah. girl issues and all this stuff. Like, we have to deal with it. And I just choose to just be happy no matter what. Yeah. Um, fear, fear response and fear, fear, feared event avoidance, you know? It's like something I'm trying not to have in in my life. Like, I don't. If, am I doing that because I'm afraid of? There's something I'm afraid of that I want to avoid. That's like the opposite. Yeah, I yeah. I think that is what I had been doing for a long time. It's well, like I'm afraid of this happening, so I want to avoid that. Now I'm trying to do much more like proactive. Like, what do I? What do I want to focus on? Because then, whatever happens, as long as I know my focus was right that's it's all fine like mm-hmm. then i can truly no longer stress and say well that's what the universe gave me that's what like the source gave me um so i want to i want to uh i just thought of this which this is awesome being me because i get these thoughts yeah and they come out so i don't know if i'm going to explain this properly or not but what you just said rem- so when i was young i all like fifth grade i would just tell my brothers and sisters and stuff that I was psychic mm-hmm. like I'm psychic I knew that was gonna happen I knew it was gonna happen I'm psychic uh it would just be and it just seemed like I was being cocky right well the funny thing is that I eventually figured out that I'm not psychic and that I'm actually creating the things I'm not I'm not guessing what's going to happen mm-hmm. I'm creating them man I just remember that it's nuts that that you had that thought and that can just come back to you? Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I have been thinking about this since <laughs> I was very young. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, okay, that wasn't even the main point that I was going to say. 
So what I was, when you're talking about fear avoidance, and like sometimes you once you get that thought, it's really hard to get rid of, right? Yeah. So I had an experience coming back from Mount Shasta. I could, I'm, I kept on thinking I'm gonna get a speeding ticket. Like yes, I'm going a hundred miles an hour, but like, mm-hmm. I, I'm like I'm gonna get a speeding ticket, I'm, and I'm like Ronnie, stop thinking about that. Stop thinking about that because you know that that's what's gonna happen. And sure enough, like literally the last stretch of highway before the the grapevine where it's going to get all trafficy anyways. Yeah. I get pulled over doing 90 and a 70. And I I've been thinking about this like I I don't know if my thought created that. What I think happened was I was I was going in shifting into the reality where I was getting a speeding ticket. I was shifting into that for some reason and because I could feel that I'm going in the direction of this Pulled you right in. ticket. I could feel that, and that's where the thoughts were coming from. So I think there's a there's another level mm-hmm. of like why are we going in the direction of our fears that needs to be addressed. Not just don't think about them. It's like why are we why are we choosing to go towards this direction? Like why was I choosing to get to to get the experience of having a speeding ticket. And that's a whole nother thing when you think about like, well, why did this happen? What is the good in this? How yeah. is it going to help me? Yeah. But yeah, I don't think we're creating negative thoughts by thinking about them. I think we can just feel that we're going in that direction. Um, and in order to change the direction, it's, it's, it's a lot deeper than just thinking, quit thinking, quit thinking about this. Like you're, you're thinking about it because you're going in that direction. So, you kind of have to like step even deeper and think, okay, why am I going, why am I thinking this? Mm-hmm. Because it's impossible to stop thinking it. You tell your, like it's, you can battle with yourself. Quit thinking this, quit thinking. But That's even a just Because all like, are you, what you're talking about is that all, all possible realities are always in existence Correct. equally. Yes. And you guide yourself through Oh, so you, you know about this, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so, and that's when you're like, why am I pulling towards that reality right there? It's in my freaking mind. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I can't get it out of my mind. And then all of a sudden you get a ticket. Um, yeah. It was, a, it was but it's like deeper than just... At hour eight of me driving. And yeah. I've been thinking about it for eight hours straight. And I just knew it was like... The cop, the sheriff pulled me over. He just like pops his head into the passenger window. He's like, I pulled you over because you're going 90 in a 70. And I was just, I had the biggest smile on my face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just like, uh, I knew this was going to happen. You're, you're like a dream right now. <laughs> oh, gosh. So I don't know. I'm going to think about that, about what you said about the deeper level of analyzing why that's coming into your mind because some of those things seem really obvious like i'm i don't i'm afraid of being broke i better not think about being broke mm-hmm. that's a pretty obvious thought you know um but that's still somebody recently told me the universe and your reality doesn't understand the word don't it just it's whatever the thing is that's the energy that you're drawn towards so if you say, I don't want to get a speeding ticket, all you're doing is going towards speeding ticket reality. Mm-hmm. And that's why, even why <laughs> some people attribute that with the president that we have now is that whether people were saying don't or do, 
they were all thinking about that one. Yeah. You know? Well, I was going to say that earlier that knowledge, when I was talking about money, speaking of being broke, um, I don't, I don't know that knowledge is going to be valuable for much longer because there's nothing I am saying that you can't find on the internet in three seconds, right? You can even go on the internet and look at studies from particle accelerators and what it means when particles smash into each other and Mm -hmm. uh, like the directions of the pieces. They're not even really pieces though, right? Like you can go find this stuff. You You can go learn how to build a UFO if you want, just on YouTube for free. So I think back in the past, if you knew how to grow a tomato, you could sell the tomato. Yeah. Right? So you could you could use knowledge to your benefit. So creativity is also another a version of benefit, but I think or a version of energy transfer. But I think that knowledge is gonna become less valuable, which is another reason that led me to closing my teaching based business, brick and mortar especially, mm-hmm. is I don't know how much longer knowledge is going to be like, especially when you start talking about like us being of like this golden era, this ascended age, we're talking about humans being able to interact with each other without words, but just telecommunicate and just, you don't need to, that's how it's going to happen in order for all of us to, to want everybody else to be good. We're going to have to feel everybody else. And when I can feel like you don't need to tell me you're hungry or ask me for a dollar so you can go buy a Coke, if you're hungry and I feel hungry because you feel hungry, mm-hmm. I'm going to want you to eat, right? So if, if there's some mm-hmm. like, if there's some gland or organ mm-hmm. inside of us that's not turned on and it gets turned on where we can now feel everybody within uh, a mile radius of us or even just a hundred feet radius, can you imagine being able to sense everybody else's sensations? You'd just be like, yeah, like you just would want everyone to feel as good as possible. And the trade-off would be like, in the beginning, it might be like a hassle. You're like knocking on people's doors like, yo, take a shower right now. I have some food for you. Like, let's... (laughs) Uh, Yeah, yeah. Like, like the beginning, but like maybe, maybe once the entire planet is on this level where we're sharing emotions. Mm-hmm. We don't need to use these these limiting words. We just we actually share feelings and energy transfer. And now it's an entire planet worth of this like humming vibrational energy. Dude, that that is a place where I want to live, right? Like this is and it, all it takes is us being able to feel each other. Then we're not separate. But guess what? It's already happening. And it's called the internet, mm-hmm. right? So like I was just saying, like in this age that I'm talking about, if a scientist discovers something in Africa and his brain is connected to the, to the human population grid, then everybody finds out that discovery. But it's kind of happening through technology. Somebody discovers something somewhere, literally seconds on Instagram, hundreds of thousands, millions of people know about it. And if it's something dramatic, everyone will know about it. Yeah. Everyone knows that Trump's the president of the United States. Why does like a little child in Australia know that? Like it's because of the internet. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. so we're already kind of going towards, and again, I'm, 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 
I'm assuming that I'm living in this new reality. Mm-hmm. And because I can see these things and I see them for what they are, the internet is a one mind. It's a one mind consciousness that we all create. Mm-hmm. That's another thing. The internet exists through us. Just like if there is this, this fantasy scenario that I explained where everybody feels everything, everything in that reality would be created by the people. We're creating the internet. The internet's not creating itself. The internet's not happening to us. Mm-hmm. The internet is being created by our God minds. So, man, and then when you think about the internet, um, I think I started talking about this earlier. We, we have avatars on the internet. And, dude, yes. my avatar, I mean, I feel like my actual life is pretty, is, is way more fantastic than what I share on social media. Like, way more, which people keep on saying that that's not the case for them but for me it is the case there's so much stuff i can't share in social that media. is so awesome to hear yeah that's like exactly the opposite of the sentiment that you hear about dude like i can't media. share things on social media like <laughs> sex and yeah and like the crazy experience i had watching like a beetle roll on his back right this morning that's just like, your life yeah and these things are like I put on Instagram, like, the things that are relevant to my followers, which in the past was, like, movement, which I struggled to do. I was just, like, trying to make up movement-type stuff because that's what I felt like people wanted. But, like, and now it's probably, hopefully, going to go into this, like, what we're talking about is what I'm sharing. But there's still going to be a huge void of my life that is so exciting that I can't put on there. Mm Because, like... Mm -hmm. (laughs) Hey, that's something we have to wrestle with a little bit. We have yeah. to like live our life and be like, all right, well, I haven't, I haven't shared anything for a while. Dude, I've done so lives. much in the past three days. How do I choose one of right. those things? You <laughs> right. know, I can't. And sometimes if you go too long, you, you're just like the kid who didn't mow the grass. You're like, I'm gonna, I don't know where I'm going to start now. Yo, I just made a public post about me closing the gym this morning. And I woke up. Oh my god! I woke up at six thirty a.m. because I finished at one p one a.m. last night. I finished the the words I was gonna pick. I picked ten pictures and videos, which which weren't the greatest, but they're what I picked. So they're what is on there. And then I had to figure out the text and the hashtags and exactly what I'm gonna say. And I'm telling you, I spent three hours two days ago picking out pictures and videos i went through every picture and video i've ever taken in my gyms yeah three hours doing that then yesterday it was probably what was the goal how many another four to post hours what to post just to post one thing saying like hey people i closed my gym so we're talking seven hours for one post <laughs> that is not even unbelievable if you because you're dealing with like a pretty grand scale of like a like an announcement. I mean, but even I'm just, saying like oh, I should this weekend I went to a cool barbecue and I saw family and my kids played. What? Even that takes time. It yeah. takes energy, right? Seriously, an and hour and a half. Every picture, an hour and a half, take? and I haven't chosen a picture yet. Yeah. Okay, so it is taking over an hour. Yeah. I think that an hour is normal to spend on like just everybody's like day to day like post it's at least an hour and because it's the thing too right yeah like for for people who are teachers you have to you actually have to produce the picture or video that's a whole nother thing like people are doing photo shoots and 
right. going places, taking videos, and sometimes they use them the next day or sometimes they use them three months later. But this is like this whole separate like full-time or part-time job that we all have. And that we all have now. It's called like your digital self. Yeah. You mean the avatar? Is that the yeah. same word you use? Yeah. Yeah, your avatar. There's other phrases for it that are more or less like hard to stomach, like your brand. Yeah, brand. <laughs> Do it for my brand. That just makes you sound like you're professional. Yeah, you're yeah, not yeah. playing. That's like something that we we would have to like tell our parents, right? Yeah. But like, but it's really what you do when you're like handing it over to somebody to take a picture of you. Is it like, like your friend? You're like, hey man, I need you to videotape me doing a handstand. <laughs> yeah. It's for my brand. Like I need to do this. And we all get it kind of yeah. a little bit now. <laughs> My favorite moment, this was like before I even got on Instagram, maybe like two years ago, I saw this kid looking so cool on the steps of Hollywood High School when I was walking past. I mean, looking like James Dean or something, right? Uh And he was just looking like this. And then I realized that the kid like down at the bottom step had been taking his picture. And so he went from like this cool posture to be like, and then checking it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's the thing is that it's the most uncool thing to check the phone. So you're like doing something cool and then you're like, your phone's on a tripod, you're like, run over to it, get on your knees, squat, like your butt's up in the air as you're like looking at the video on the phone. There you go. It's so weird. I know, I know. Instagram. Dude, let's end this because Jack's about to wake up and, uh, this has been really cool, like I knew it would be. This is just the guide, right? It's just the things have to happen if we needed to have this talk. Yeah, I think the people that, it just legitimizes a lot of the things that that I'm seeking and uh, it opens my eyes up to a, a lot more things. A lot more things, There's no, I, I cannot possibly summarize, so I won't, I'll just say, thanks for listening. And I, I usually give people some of this, Ronnie. I've been looking at that the whole time. Yeah. I knew this is the reality we're going towards. Thank you for listening.